I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. G-A-L-D-E-M G-A-L-D-E-M This song is good. Welcome to another season of Growing Up with Galden. Inspired by our book, I Will Not Be Erased, our stories about growing up as people of colour. My name is Charlie. I'm the editor-in-chief at Galden. We're an award-winning company committed to platforming the voices, perspectives and the creative work of women and non-binary people of colour. I'm Natty Kasimbala. I'm a writer and former editor and long-time contributor at Galdem. Each week, we invite guests to respond to old diary entries, letters or text messages from their younger selves. The point is to nurture important discussions about growing up. You can find Growing Up With Galdem on Apple Podcasts, the Acast app, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Priya Raghu is a Sri Lankan musician who fuses her Western influences with her South Asian origin and merges it into a cultural accumulation of traditional rhythms and contemporary R&B and soul. Raised in Switzerland by refugees of the Sri Lankan Civil War, Raghu and her brother Jaffna Gold were not encouraged to pursue music. However, Raghu did it anyway, seeking any opportunity to perform and record. Following the success of her debut single, Good Love 2.0, Raghu introduced the world to Chicken Lemon Rice, which is out now via Warner Records. 
So it's really great to have you on the show. I've like been a fan of yours for a little minute. You're on every tip list for 2020 and 2021. And I guess we just wanted to start and talk a little bit about, about your music to start with. You released a song, Chicken Lemon Rice, this year, which is like the most delicious title I think anyone's ever heard of. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, Chicken Lemon Rice, it was released the beginning of year. Uh, we shot the video in November during lockdown. I'm originally from Switzerland. Me and my brother, my brother Jaffna Gold is my producer. And the song was written like the beginning of 2020. Yeah, it was really good fun to shoot the video with Dumas, the director. And I did cast the talent talents like by myself on Instagram. I just wrote them directly and asked them if they want to be a part of this video like two weeks before the video shoot. So I'm really, really grateful that everybody was in right away. So yeah, it's been a hell of a ride ever since. Yeah, I was going to say that I feel like you've got such a strong like visual identity and kind of just artistic vision more generally. And I wondered, did that take like a second to hone? Did you always know exactly what you wanted like your music to look like and how you wanted it to feel? Or was that something you kind of discovered? as you went? Yeah, actually I discovered that when I decided to focus on music full time, which was uh, in 2017, I did quit my job. I used to work for Swiss Airlines as a aircraft parts purchaser. Yeah, I did that like for four years. Oh, interesting. Never heard of that job before. <laughs> I was uh, like six years in the accounting department before also for Swiss Airlines. So I always had this really safe job and I was kind of in a comfort zone and music mm. was always like a, a side thing, you know, because I never thought that I could make a living out of this with the music. Yeah. And so everything kind of started with, my dad creating a band when I was around 10 years old and he was like hey why don't you sing in this band and I wasn't even enjoying singing at that time and it was mostly like Tamil Hollywood music that we played at Tamil events and my brother was playing the keys in the band and that's how I really discovered that I have had a voice but ever since I'm like I did, you know, some featurings with Swiss local artists, some backing vocals here and there, went to jam sessions and open mics. But people always used to ask me, like, when is your new music coming out? Like, um, are you working on an album? And, like, they would ask me this for years. And at one time, mm -hmm. I was just, like, kind of sick of it. So I would just stop going to all those sessions. And I was kind of suppressing my voice, like when it comes mm. to making music and that I'm supposed to do music. Yeah, because I was not confident enough to create my own music. To go for it. Did it feel like it was like, you know, too much pressure that people were putting on you? Was that what kind of made you withdraw a little bit? Yeah, it was, they kept reminding me of something that I knew that I should be pursuing, but I didn't because... I was not confident enough, but also very comfortable in my situation back then, you know, with my work. 
and family mm. and friends and everything was cool. And also I was singing in English in Switzerland and mainly like Swiss German is like what Swiss people listen to or, or German music. And when it comes to English music, they consume it from America and the UK. And and then I was thinking, yeah, but why would they listen to me then, you know, as yeah. a Swiss artist? So I had a lot of questions and uh, I just didn't try until one day of my voice got louder and I was like, okay, this can't be life. There must be more to it, you know. Aren't we all born to create something? And um, so I also had a like a really good friend at that time and and he was kind of reminding me to, you know, stay on that path. And so I just quit the job and went to New York and I told myself, okay, I'm going to give myself six months time and then I want to see what I can create if I just give myself this space. So I went there, I had a lot of, great coffees and spent my money on mm. shoes and clothes for the first few months. <laughs> That's New York. Yeah. But in the last two months, I was like, okay, now I got to bring something, <laughs> you know, on the table. <laughs> my brother, he was in Switzerland. So we shared files together, ideas, voice messages. So we created music like by sending files back and forth, ideas. And then I came back with 10 songs. And then wow. when I came back, Swiss Airlines, they offered me right away a job again. So I was like, okay, safe. I'm going to take the job. Mm. At the same time, I'm going to invest that money in music videos, in mixing, mm. mastering and all that. So it was all worth it at the end. Yeah. And I like how you had, you know, it took you a while to get there, but you had quite a practical approach ultimately to achieving the things that you wanted to achieve and you got to work with your brother which I mean you must get asked this all the time but do you guys have like a strong relationship and you know do you imagine it's going to be a long-term like partnership yeah definitely I mean we've been like best friends you know since teenagers like before then it was just like we fought a lot but he was doing music and as I said, I was doing my thing, but he was more focused on it and he saw a bigger picture than me. You know, when it comes to music, he produced for local Swiss artists and um, he's a rapper. He writes songs. And so he never gave up on that dream. And that really inspired me a lot. Mm. But I never wanted to work with him. Because I, I thought, like, I was thinking, like, yeah, it's, it's uncool to work with your brother. And then you go on tour together and uh, I'm going to find my own producer. <laughs> mm. But, yeah. Yeah. And then um, I tried a few other producers and that didn't really... They didn't bang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we said, you know what, let's just try it out. And then I guess that was the formula. Amazing. I was going to, I'm sure everyone does this as well, but they kind of like, maybe they liken it to like Billie Eilish and Phineas. Yeah. Who seem to have like a really great synergy and kind of have managed to, even I think on the next record that's coming, they've insisted that they're still going to only work with each other and like not bring anyone else into the fold, which I think is really cool. Um, there should be more siblings doing this, you know? <laughs> 
I mean, it must have, like, it must add another level to, like, the communication, I guess, in terms of, like, I know that when people create music with producers, often, you know, there can be different visions at play and different kind of, like, you're coming from different perspectives, which sometimes can be really great, but I'm sure working with someone who you have, like, you can be completely honest with probably, like, helps that process. And I also think, like, making music is so personal and... Yeah, he knows my weakness and he knows, he knows my strength and vice versa. And it's just so, like, we don't really have to communicate. So yeah. that saves us a lot of time. So it's been really, really fun to create music with my brother. And that's like a win-win situation, you know? Yeah, exactly. I also find it really interesting that you, you know, I, I think you articulate something that not a lot of artists talk about, which is that kind of fear of putting yourself out there in that way. Because I think sometimes people just, it can be easy to romanticize it as like, oh, I just had to create music, so I just did it, and then now I'm, here I am, I'm the artist. Like, like it's that simple, but I think it is like a very vulnerable, vulnerable position to put yourself in, so that's, it's great to hear that you. I, I was born and raised in Switzerland, so, I felt mm. like we were far away from the industry when it comes to music scene. Like, there's barely mm. somebody that did it, like, internationally from Switzerland. So, in Germany, yes, because it's the same language, but not internationally. And so, to dream bigger like that, it just took a lot of yeah. balls. <laughs> I was. I, I took a lot of balls. Go on. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know why. I really wasn't expecting you to say that. Um, <laughs> cool, Priya. I think it would be lovely for us to now maybe talk about your extract, which is less of an extract and more of an artistic vision. Let's say. Could you give us a bit of context and tell us about or describe what it is that you've brought for us today? Well, I brought my vision board from 2019 and it's my first vision board I created and it started all when I had a TED talk in Zurich and once I did the TED talk and performance, I wanted to go home but the security guy was like, have you met this palm reader? You should go and see him. I was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with palm reading and fortune tellers. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. Ooh. And then I went there and he was really like spot on, you know, with, um, he was just describing my character and in which field I'm working and, you know, pretty like detailed. Ooh. And then he was like, hey, I'm doing this hero's journey, like training that takes like four weeks if I want to join. And I was like, uh, I don't know, it's kind of, you know, it's costly and I don't think uh, it's my vibe. And my brother was there as well. And two weeks later, we were like, you know what, should we just try it, you know? Because you can't really harm yourself when you work on yourself, you know, and, yeah. and have like a mentor at that time. And so we just tried it out. So we started with creating a vision board because I always believed that what you put out there energetically will attract that back to, into your life. So I always heard about vision boards, but I just never really tried it out. So this mentor was like, you know what, just dream big. 
whatever comes to your mind, just put it on that board. And I was like, okay, first thing I'm going to put on is Vogue. Yeah. <laughs> and at that time, I was not even signed. You know, I didn't have all these connections. It was wow. just me um, releasing um, songs by myself. So I was just like, you know, I'm going to put Vogue art article in there and I'm going to put Tiny Desk. What else? I wanted to become a better swimmer. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, after that, I had to pick 10 of my friends and talk about this board. And then some of them were like, Priya, come on. You have to be oh. realistic. This is really. I mean, Vogue, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've been in Vogue for for the readers. You've had shout out in Vogue. Yeah, <laughs> it happened in the same year. Yeah. yeah, and I think you had a tiny desk appearance as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't perform myself. Like I was a feature artist. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> in a year. Yeah. Shit, yeah. It's also like fighting your inner demon, you know? While I was doing it, a lot of record labels came knocking on my door and everything happened at the same time. So, yeah. So on the board, we've got Vogue 2020 article. We have the NPR Tiny Desk uh, logo. And what else can you describe for us? What's the drawing in the middle, top left of the swimming? I want to have my beautiful own apartment mm. and that's is that oh yeah you guys that didn't happen <laughs> not yet you got time uh what else i have on the board i have air Rahman. he's a indian composer i grew Ooh. up with his music and it was always a dream of mine to you know if i make it then i want to do a song with him you know yeah um then i have mia on it of course um, this is not necessarily a collaboration, but more like I kind of want to hang out with her and <laughs> be her friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that. What else do I have on the board? I don't. I can't. There's a, a bag of fruit, I think, which I was confused by. I was like, what does this mean? Healthy living. Healthy I, living. I relate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> But you know what? I don't think you could have predicted a global pandemic. So I feel like we have to have some allowances in, in what we were able to actualise from the board because, you know, I think you achieved the, the bigger picture ones on, on this. Okay. It really works, you know? If you really believe in it, if you talk to your friends about it and create that momentum going, you know, it could be quite powerful. That's the thing that I really, that's interesting to me and in what you just said as well is like, the idea that after you've created this vision board, the next step is to kind of like actually speak it into existence with these people around you who can kind of like hold you accountable. Was that a hard thing to do? Actually, it wasn't because they were all like close friends. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, but yeah, some of them were like, come on, Vogue, that's not, I mean, it's a bit far away, you know? <laughs> and I had to tell myself like, yeah, but I don't want to justify here. Let's just talk like that it's already here, that already happened, you know? And that's what we did. And then we got really excited about it. And at the end of the talk, I've always felt like really, really good. Mm -hmm. I think the key is, it depends how you feel about it. Like, you have to be in a good state, you know? To be kind of open to those things and acting and living as if they're already on the way. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Charlie, have you ever vision boarded? No, I mean... As Natty knows, I'm like a bit of a, I'm a bit of a skeptic. She's so a like, skeptic I'm, yeah, about everything. About everything, <laughs> about everything. But like I've spent, on this podcast, I've spent a lot of time speaking to people about the power of manifestation. And, and I think visualisation is like an extension of that, right? And I've got a few friends who create vision boards and they'll like, like cut things out and stick them on them. And I, yeah, I my think, mom is crazy about it. She loves it. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think there's any harm in it at all. And I think that it's really lovely as a tool, even just for self-reflection, like we're doing today, Priya, where you can look back and be like, you know, it's kind of like setting yourself like New Year's resolutions in a way, isn't it? It's like, okay, here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to achieve. And but just doing it in like a visual format. Have you always like throughout your life, like 
at that time, mm. I was so far away from all these magazines and do you know what I mean? I just released yeah, like three yeah. songs with my brother and I never thought that I could get a major deal and yeah, it's just still everything very unreal, you know? Yeah, yeah. And how how do you kind of ground yourself then? Like when you've been through this period of time where everything's like, well, there's just a lot of new things. And even if you did visualize it, that's very different from like living within it. And do you think that you are able to take a step back and be like, feel grounded in yourself and feel good about the direction that you're heading in? Yeah, definitely. I mean, my parents, they live in like in Switzerland out of nowhere. It's like, and I meditate every day. So that keeps me grounded. And when I'm with my parents, I, f I forget the whole surrounding, you know. And I'm really, really, really happy that I can uh, be on this journey with my brother and share mm. all the success together, you know. I mean, there's only some things you can tell your friends. And you can't be like, oh, there's another magazine and there's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we've, we've heard, heard enough from you. Yeah, I get that for sure. Yeah, there's a few. There's always a few people in your life where you, yeah, you do just spam them with like your successes, and they'll always be so enthusiastic because they mm, they love you un unconditionally. Yeah, it's wonderful. What do you think that the like that you might put on a new vision board if you were to do one for like twenty? Did you do one for twenty twenty one actually? Uh, I got the board, but it's empty. Oh, interesting. Maybe less material stuff, but more like how I want to feel. Right. Because uh, I feel like that's the key, like to be at ease at any given situation, you know, and mm -hmm. even if it's like stressful or if things don't go your way, that you stay positive and, yeah, happy in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's really key. And it seems to be, the more I speak to artists who are kind of in, in those early stages of their career, it's like the first steps are kind of getting your foot in the door, like actually having a chance and being able to express yourself on these platforms. But then the second stage does always have to be that thing of like, okay, like from here now I need to take stock and make sure that I have, like you said, Charlie, I'm, I'm grounded, I feel balanced, I'm doing it the way that I want to be doing it. And it's kind of having those, those secondary priorities to make sure that it's long lasting and it's sustainable and that you can like, it's definitely what you want. Definitely, yeah. Have you done a vision board? So I've never done a vision board. Um, but my, so as I said, my mum, my mum literally has a, a WhatsApp group chat with, she's got four sisters and she's got all of them in a WhatsApp group chat and then all of her nieces and they all like, she brought like all this crafting stuff when we came for a group family holiday. She's like vision board ambassador. Yeah. And, and you know what? I think it's not even that I don't believe in manifestation because I think that I do. I think that I've always had an issue with like, I'm scared of saying the things I want because I, maybe I don't think I'm going to get them or maybe I think it's too much pressure. So I've always been like, I really need to do a vision board, but I'm scared that, like, I'll do a vision board and then I'll get a year down the line and, like, nothing will have changed. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. like, I failed at doing the things that I want. I want to, like, I feel like it will tie me down or commit me to things that then kind of end up holding myself to a standard of, like, oh, but you didn't get that or you didn't get this and that was this, but it wasn't quite what you wanted. So... I definitely want to do one, but I have this fear in me. I think you have it in your mind already, you know? It's mm. just about putting it on a piece of paper. 
That's true. And Priya, what would you say to Natty? Because obviously you, you didn't like quote unquote achieve every single thing on your vision board. But I presume that it didn't make you necessarily feel bad. It's just that is what it is or yeah what, what would you say in response to Natty's like fear of um <laughs> of not meeting all of the things that she puts on there the thing is the things on the board that I really really wanted to happen mm. that happened yeah you know and the other things like living healthy and having this apartment it's not really it wasn't really priority Vogue was priority. <laughs> <laughs> big, big 2020 Priya in Vogue. Vogue. <laughs> yes, yes. I love that. But I think something you said before actually rings true as well, which is like, which people have said to me before, it's like, you have it in your head already. You still want those things. Just because you haven't said it to anyone or like you haven't written it down doesn't mean that you won't want it anymore or doesn't mean that you'll, you don't want it. Like, you may as well put it down and like actually be open about it and you know you never know who who could cross paths with you who then has heard you speak about this thing that you want or you know could help you on that path like the speaking it out loud is not the thing that makes it real it's wanting it so you might as well just like you might as well commit yeah totally yeah absolutely gorgeous okay um Priya I'm interested to know like a bit more about what you were like as a kid growing up in Switzerland how would your brother have described you were you like really excitable were you really chilled like what was your vibe as, as a kid my brother always tells me that I used to be like a really weird kid oh. um, <laughs> I was like more of a loner in school I had like one or two friends my parents were super strict and I was not allowed to do the things that my mates were able to do so it was always like, okay, at six o'clock after school, you're home. <laughs> yeah, I was like kind of living in my own little bubble. So my parents, when it comes to music, I mean, they chose an instrument for me, which was uh, violin. And then when I told them that I'm interested in singing and singing like, you know, English songs, they weren't really happy about it. So I was not able to get vocal lessons mm -hmm. so what I did was I just recorded myself every day like singing songs from Brandy, Lauren Hill I don't know, Boys to Man amazing, <laughs> love Boys to Man yeah and I was just like yeah, recording myself and then I would listen back to my own voice, how it sounds and I really started to like it that's so funny, I, I used to do that except I definitely didn't <laughs> like, didn't like it <laughs> Like the sound of my voice for good reason let me tell you but yeah I love that little nugget about you that I can just imagine you sort of sitting there like singing to yourself mm. these songs that you like perhaps weren't really supposed to be singing and then like yeah <laughs> hearing them back and coming to appreciate yourself and I mean we've spoken a little bit about yeah obviously vision boards expectations did you have like any dreams at that point of what the future could look like in terms of music like in your wildest dreams were you like maybe possibly I wasn't thinking so far, like in my mind, I just knew that I was enjoying it. And I felt like nobody is hearing my voice. And mm. I feel like it's a superpower that I have. Yeah, it just, um, at one point I was like singing to my brother a song from Alicia Keys, Fallen, of course. 
And he, at that time, had his own band. He had concerts and he didn't know that I was singing, you know. And then I was, one day I was singing the song to him and to his maid and they were like, whoa, you should come and sing at our show one day. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let's do this. I'm, I'm ready oh. for it. I was like, I was so nervous. I was, because I never sang in front of people. Well, I did when I was 10, but that was different. But yeah, he was like, okay, next Friday, you're going to come and perform the song. And then I wrote it down in my diary and uh, I left it open and my dad saw it. And on Friday, he was like, where are you going? And I said, well, there's this other birthday party coming up and I have to go. <laughs> and it was always birthday parties. As my excuses. So he's like, are you sure? I mean, what does it say here? And then he showed me the diary and was like, yeah, I want to I go and perform. And then he's like, you know, you're not going anywhere. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, damn, man. That was like pretty hard for myself. Like yeah. it was, um, I kind of expected it when he, you know, because I knew his like thoughts about music and all that and performing on stages still hard in practice and when i talk about this with him today he doesn't remember he's like no i, I never said that oh really that's so interesting yeah it's funny how like i think for a lot of people but parents in particular they replace memories <laughs> with like how oh, they yeah. how they think they behaved in certain scenarios um, mm. and then you're just like no I have a memory like an elephant let me remind yeah. you I would have done it like this yeah. I wouldn't have done it like that oh you <laughs> <Yeah>. did <laughs> yeah for sure shame you know when you think about it they came from the civil war in the 80s mm. they didn't speak the language they had like two or three jobs basically doing everything for us. And then one day we come up and be like, hey, I want to be a singer. Yeah, mm. yeah, for sure. Yeah, and like, you, yeah, it's clear you have empathy for how and why they made the choices that they did around your upbringing. I mean, it sucked at that moment, for sure. And I told myself I'm never going to share anything when it comes to music with mm. my parents until I reach a certain level. Here we are, Vogue. But I think that's really, like relatable story for a lot of people I think we've heard in different ways with actors and writers and loads of people across the podcast who've had similar kind of immigrant stories and I think one of the best parts of you know speaking to you now and speaking to a lot of people is that in a way it's like a success story of how that generation not to make them like martyrs but like they did what they did so that you know we could go on to pursue the arts and kind of have these careers that maybe they weren't able to have and I think once people start to have a bit of that success it's almost like they can kind of breathe a sigh of relief because it it does feel like it's a protection tactic in in some ways and I wanted to ask you about I guess just like representation on that level as well in terms of obviously MIA is on your board and she is Tamil Origins and I wondered if at any stage when you were kind of dreaming about music or getting into music if you were if you had any people in particular that you looked up to as like this is who I could be or this is someone who inspires me yeah I mean before MIA it was Lauren Hill, Brandy, India Ree. so I saw MIA who was like from the same village in Sri Lanka 
damn, finally somebody who looks like me. And after MIA, it's been a long time now and I haven't seen anybody. And I, I just wonder why, you know, like South Asians are not really represented in the West when mm -hmm. it comes to music mm -hmm. or film. And I think it's really beautiful that you can hopefully, you know, make up hopefully a small square of that representation for other young South Asian people who are coming up and who are interested in music. What advice do you think you would give to your younger self, maybe the younger self who is a teenager and dealing with pushback from her parents or, or the younger self who was like, you know, making this vision board and her friends were like, Vogue? What are, you, what are you saying? Like, what would you say to her if you could? I would say have patience because at the end it will all make sense. People used to tell me that a lot and I was like, yeah, right, but where is it? <laughs> Hurry up, yeah. And now it's, I, I can see it, you know, and... <laughs> And also be, like, grateful for everything that is happening, you know. And meditation is also, I think, it's, it's key for everything to sit down and to not think about anything for at least half an hour a day. Yeah, just ground yourself. Amazing. And, and what do you think that younger self would think of where you are right now? I think she would be really, really proud and yeah. I think she would show off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would, you would be her idol. You would be her representation. Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much, Priya. This has been great. Um, can't wait to see what you do. Yeah, thank you, Priya. Thanks for having me. That was so fun. Oh, yeah. So I, I guess it's pretty interesting to have someone submit a vision board for the first time I would like to see more of those yeah the vision board was really cool and um it was genuinely I think the first time someone has submitted something a bit more artistic to uh growing up with Gaudem um and just really lovely to hear about like how she views visualization is that right yeah <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And so inspiring to, you know, like see all of those things on there that were such big dreams and such like ambitious statements that have already come true. It's like quite an amazing success story there. And she's just at the beginning still. So that's quite exciting. Yeah, she's a baby. But my question now is, will you be doing your own vision board now? <laughs> I knew you were going to put me on the spot. I actually really want to. I'm like about to take a little bit of time off of writing to just like exist. My mum's got, as I've mentioned an amazing craft collection so I feel like it could happen you know amazing amazing yeah especially at this time when we're like about to go back into the real world and like have like a life again I think it could be interesting to like like reconfirm or like decide my priorities like going forward yeah because a lot has changed since we were last kind of real human beings so who knows this has been an II Studios production. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget, you can sign up to become a member at gal-dem.com for access to exclusive discounts with our favourite brands and partners, early access to tickets for Galdem events, an advanced copy of our annual print issue, and so much more. Make sure you're following us on all major social media platforms at Galdemzine for the latest independent journalism or visit our website, which is gal-dem.com. Galdem has a book, I Will Not Be Erased, Our Stories About Growing Up as People of Colour. It's available in all good bookstores or online. If you loved this episode of Growing Up with Galdem, be sure to subscribe, rate and leave a review. We'll catch you on the next episode.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.